Welcome. This is the Health and Wellness Coach Journal podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jessica Singh, the founder and CEO of the Center for Health and Wellness Coaches. This is a podcast for coaches to explore topics related to health, wellness, and coaching, sharing knowledge, and sharing light. Welcome to the first episode of the Health and Wellness Coach Journal podcast. I am so excited to launch this podcast for the Center for Health and Wellness Coaches. In this first episode, I'm going to delve into the background of why this podcast is here, why now, and what I hope people will gain from listening. I created this podcast for the Center for Health and Wellness Coaches because of the importance of advocacy for coaching and for coaches, and also realizing the importance of community mentorship, and connection in my own professional journey. And so, in order to truly explain how this podcast came to be, I'd like to share my journey with you. I spent over a decade of my life in education and training to become an emergency medicine physician. After completing board certification, pursuing the first one-year fellowship in physician wellness, and practicing as an emergency medicine attending for a couple of years. I transitioned careers. Emergency medicine physicians have the great privilege of caring for patients of all backgrounds, of all ages, with all pathologies. However, very quickly after starting to practice medicine, we realized that no amount of medicine in the world can address the root of diseases caused by our political, organizational, and societal infrastructures and lifestyles. After suffering through my own burnout and realizing the system, organizational, and individual factors that contribute to burnout, I realized that change often requires going out of the box, but it took me a really long time to gather this knowledge. Although I couldn't have dreamed of a better place to train as a physician, I was so burnt out after four years of residency that I felt like I had nothing left to give. So after graduating, I went to the Bahamas for a month to do a 200-hour yoga teacher training at the Shivananda Yoga Retreat, and it changed my life. I learned what health was for the first time, that health is not just the absence of disease, but it also includes emotional, mental, social, and spiritual well-being. I got to be with other students and connect with them on a spiritual level in an educational environment that was positive and healing and quite different, to be honest, from the professional environments that I had been in. On a personal note, (laughs) two unexpected things also happened from that yoga teacher training. I unexpectedly became a vegetarian and stopped drinking alcohol. But those are stories for another time. Essentially, I learned how to listen to my own intuition and inner wisdom to enhance my own health. Most importantly, the yoga teacher training gave me hope, healing, and reinvigorated my life. Afterwards, I was blessed to introduce the practice of yoga to my father, who was transitioning to retirement at that time after practicing for his whole life as an anesthesiologist, and it greatly helped his transition and healing. 
And so while the solutions to our healthcare problems and physician burnout lie within system and policy change, I do believe it's our responsibility to take, be proactive about our own healing. And for me, yoga was the self-healing I did that gave me strength, clarity, and courage to move forward. I accidentally discovered coaching during my fellowship. I had the opportunity to be a part of a faculty group coaching program and got to witness such a beautiful healing and connection. It was so powerful, in fact, that I, it kind of helped give me a spark to transition careers, become a coach, and learn more about holistic health and healing modalities. And so I would practice coaching and yoga, of course, with friends who were physicians and suffering from burnout. And despite their busy schedules, they also experienced remarkable transformations in healing through coaching and offering simple holistic healing modalities, such as mind-body techniques, breath work, and yoga. And so as a physician, especially in emergency medicine, and in any field for that matter, the lives of our patients and our ability to care for them depend on us staying up to date clinically and of course with knowledge. And I just stopped having a passion for reading and learning about physical manifestations of diseases, medications and treatments that yes, are extremely important, but didn't often get to the root of the problem. I have the utmost respect and gratitude for my physician colleagues. I knew for me, I wanted to do something different with my life. I wanted to spend my time exploring the things I was passionate about instead. I wanted to learn more about holistic health and healing to address the root. And so this inspired me to form my own private non-medical wellness practice called Sakai Wellness to provide holistic health and healing modalities to anyone looking to enhance their well-being and fulfillment, to anyone who wants to bring more joy and meaning to everyday life. And this led to a consulting opportunity with a hospital to assess healthcare provider burnout as well. And while I was building my business, I was also completing my coach training. In fact, it took me about two years to complete my coach training and obtain certifications as a national board certified health and wellness coach and as an associate certified coach through the International Coaching Federation. I realized the importance of certification for credibility and for best practices in the industry, especially ethically. I found this very important, especially as a physician transitioning from the expert role I had from giving advice and trying to find out being responsible to figure out what was wrong to going to a coaching role where the person being coached is the expert and I was no longer providing medical advice. So coaching is quite a different relationship and communication dynamic that takes time, supervision, and practice to continue to refine. And all the skills that I acquired as a physician having difficult life and death conversations and so much face-to-face interactions with patients in their most vulnerable times of need really built a strong foundation to transition 
I really appreciated the depth of self-awareness, compassion, and empathy that medicine teaches, practices in healthcare settings, and the requirements for continuing professional development in medicine. I really appreciated the work the National Board for Health and Wellness Coaching has done and wanted to become certified myself and support coaches who are pursuing certification. The National Board for Health and Wellness Coaching has truly done a tremendous job in establishing health and wellness coach standards of practice and advocating for health and wellness coaching by working with healthcare organizations to integrate health and wellness coaching into healthcare systems and get insurance reimbursement, allowing people to access health and wellness coaching who need it the most. Having gratitude and respect for the importance of ethical practices in healthcare settings and the requirements for continuing professional development in medicine, I really appreciated the work the National Board for Health and Wellness Coaching has done and wanted to become certified myself and also support coaches who were pursuing certification. The National Board for Health and Wellness Coaching has truly done a tremendous job in establishing health and wellness coaching standards of practice and advocating for health and wellness coaching by working with healthcare organizations to integrate health and wellness coaching into healthcare systems and get insurance reimbursement. They are the gold standard for health and wellness coach certification. And in fact, many employers are requiring it the certification for employment. And so I found this extremely important because with coaching, especially health and wellness coaching, there is so much gray. What's to stop anyone from saying they're a coach? And there are many dangers of coaching without proper training, especially if conflicts of interests are involved. People can get harmed by claims of guarantees of health or healing, recommendations of supplements and products, loss of time and money and trust, and so on. And so that's why it's so important for coaches to be credentialed, especially by a leading credentialing organization, such as the National Board for Health and Wellness Coaching, the International Coaching Federation, there is also the UK and International Health Coaching Association. And so for all of these reasons, I created the Center for Health and Wellness Coaches to support the professional development of coaches and support best practices. And this is why the Center for Health and Wellness Coaches started with helping coaches who were going through certification by offering resources for the National Board for Health and Wellness Coaching certifying exam and coach continuing education offerings. So there's sustainability and cultivating community. I remember when I was studying for the National Board for Health and Wellness Coaching exam in 2022, I didn't find a comprehensive resource to study from or test questions that were of the quality that I was used to preparing for when I was studying for medical boards. I also couldn't find a group to study with. And since the National Board for Health and Wellness Coaching offers their certifying exam in collaboration with the National Board for Medical Examiners, and this is a four-hour board exam, (laughs) I wanted to, with my medical and coaching knowledge and experience, create a valuable resource to support fellow coaches on their professional journeys. And that's where the Center for Health and Wellness Coaches was born, with the first offering being National Board for Health and Wellness Coaching Exam Review Preparation. 
which included a review course and practice exams. Creating these resources, however, (laughs) took several months and I had to get a lot of coaching myself. I wrote two full-length practice board exams, 150 questions each, and approximately 50,000 words each, including all the explanations and references. And I underwent training in item writing and had to do a lot of research and creative thinking to write the exams because I wanted to make sure that what I was offering was objective and credible. This made me want to expand the Center for Health and Wellness Coaches to offer support and courses and resources to coaches at any stage throughout their professional journeys, from people who are entertaining the idea or thinking about wanting to become a coach, um, for to offer resources and support for coaches in the certification process, and also beyond certification throughout their whole professional journeys. And the goal is also to offer CE coach continuing education courses through other credentialing bodies as well, such as the International Coaching Federation. And so it's been really exciting creating new educational offerings for coaches and also collaborating with fellow coaches to do this. And so as the Center for Health and Wellness Coaches continues to expand, slowly and steadily, I may add, as I am a solo entrepreneur, (laughs) I thought it would be amazing to have a blog and a podcast where coaches can contribute, share, and we can all learn from each other. So I created the Center for Health and Wellness Coaches Health and Wellness Coach Journal, which is a podcast and a blog. This is a platform for anyone to contribute, either to write articles, submit topics on health, wellness, and coaching, and be invited as a guest on this podcast to share their expertise. The role of health and wellness coaching is so important in the healthcare system, and especially for advocacy. To share some facts with you, Non-communicable diseases kill approximately 41 million people each year, equivalent to 74% of all deaths globally, according to the World Health Organization. Each year, more than 15 million people between the ages of 30 and 69 die from non-communicable diseases, and half of these deaths are due to an unhealthy lifestyle. So I just want to pause for a moment to think about that and think about the potential for impact, especially given that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, they report that each year, chronic lifestyle diseases cause seven of 10 deaths among Americans with heart disease, cancer, and stroke, accounting for more than 50% of deaths each year. And so health and wellness coaches can have a huge role from a public health standpoint especially considering healthcare provider shortage and um, speculation of a continuing shortage. There are so many gaps in our conventional medicine, in our healthcare system, and even health and wellness coaching is often misunderstood. And sometimes people will think, oh, it's about diet or it's about weight loss, and that's barely scratching the surface. Health and wellness encompasses all domains of human existence. Without health, there is no life. And research has already started suggesting the proven benefits of health and wellness coaching for chronic disease, conditions such as high cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, the enhancement of cardiovascular health, 
improvement of certain outcomes in cancer patients, including an increase in quality of life and other psychosocial factors. It's been suggested to be beneficial for the improvement of mood, decrease in anxiety and stress, and supporting healthy lifestyle change, including dietary changes, exercise, and tobacco cessation. And so my hope with this podcast is to help you, to help listeners, to help fellow coaches navigate their own professional journeys and discuss topics related to health, wellness, and coaching. In learning entrepreneurship and becoming a coach myself, I also realized how much of my learning came from having access to resources, lawyers, family, networking connections, and business coaches, and how this wouldn't have been possible without these these connections, without these resources. It seemed like I acquired a lot of the knowledge by being in the right place at the right time and networking with the right people. Just thinking, wow, so much of this, is this by chance? How did this happen? And so just wanting to create a more structured way to share knowledge and information. And so the Center for Health and Wellness Coaches and this podcast are here to share knowledge and support coaches so we can help each other and help the people whom we serve. If there are topics you'd like the Center for Health and Wellness Coaches to explore on the Health and Wellness Coach Journal, please just let us know. Since I'm establishing a foundation in this episode, I would also like to take a moment to acknowledge and share my gratitude for you, for coaches, especially health and wellness coaches, for all the work you do and all the lives you touch. My hope is that this podcast creates a platform for coaches to explore topics related to health, wellness, and coaching. The Health and Wellness Coach Journal is dedicated to cultivating community, encouraging and having rich conversations, and sharing knowledge in a way that can't be done through the written word or one-time course. I'll be speaking with guests, including coaches, authors, medical providers, other health and wellness professionals, and more experts frequently on the show. I hope that by listening to this podcast, you'll feel inspired, empowered, and calm, held, and comforted, knowing that you're not alone in your coaching journey and that we're in this together. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you and value your feedback. So please subscribe and write a constructive review. If you'd like to be informed of new episodes and offerings and resources for coaches, sign up for our email list at www.centerforhealthandwellnesscoaches.com. Sending you warmth and light.